familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. If your baby is always nursing, it's easy to think the problem is somehow related to your milk supply. But babies who feed constantly for long stretches of time are actually cluster feeding. So why do babies cluster feed? How does it impact your supply? And what should you do when your baby wants to breastfeed nonstop? I'm Rose Davinia Jakowitz, an RN and International Board Certified Lactation Consultant at the Kaiser Outpatient Clinic in San Diego, California. Today, we're learning to cope with cluster feedings. This is The Boob Group. Breast milk, it does a baby good. Silly daddy, boobs are for babies. I make milk, what's your superpower? If my breastfeeding offends you, put a blanket over your head. Dairy diva, don't be lactose intolerant. Nursing nature's own breast enhancement. Meals on heels. Whoever said there's no use crying over spilled milk, never had to pump. Breast milk, all udders are inferior. Whatever your point of view, we're here to support your breastfeeding goals. We're the boob group, because mothers know breasts. Welcome to The Boob Group, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. The Boob Group is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for all things related to breastfeeding. I'm your host, Leilani Wild. I'm also an IBCLC and owner of Leilani's Lactation and Doula Services. Thanks for joining today and being a loyal listener of The Boob Group. Be sure to join our special Boob Group Club for extra bonus content and transcripts from our shows. You can also listen to our shows on the go by downloading our free apps available in the Android, iTunes, and Windows Marketplace. Now, Sunny is going to tell us more about our virtual panelist program. Okay, so for everyone that's listening to today's show, if you would like to be part of our conversation and you are not here in our beautiful San Diego uh, studio, you can do so online. You can follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. I'm going to be posting some of the same questions and topics that we're talking about here in the studio to our Facebook and Twitter pages. Um, we'd love for you to comment, be part of the conversation. Perhaps we can even share some of your comments on the show. Follow the hashtag boo group VP. VP stands for virtual panelist for more information. So I'm actually going to kick off today with um, kind of introducing our panelists because I'm going to be a panelist on the show. So to tell you a little bit more about myself, you guys know me already, but I'm Sunny. I am 37 years old and I'm the owner of New Mommy Media, which produces the boob group, Preggy Pals, Parent Savers, and Twin Talks. I have four children of my own. My oldest is about to turn five. I have a three-year-old and then I'm currently breastfeeding my 18-month-old baby girls, girls and I think that that's it okay Courtney hi there I am Courtney Melvitt I'm 34 years old I am a chiropractor and a mom I have two sons one is one year old just turned and the other is three and a half sound familiar if your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash then you need to give dr. mom butt balm a try 
It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Okay, so we are going to talk about an app today before we get into the heart and soul of our interview regarding cluster feedings. And it's something that I found. It's called the Nurse Log. So it's available on uh, iTunes um, for your iPad, for your iPhone. And this is really geared towards uh, breastfeeding moms that want to keep track of time. So whether it's time regarding how much time you're breastfeeding on your left side, time regarding, you know, how much time were you breastfeeding on your right side, how much time has it been since you last breastfed your baby in general, if you're, you know, having a hard time keeping track of time in general, this is an app that is focused on that. It is a free app. Um, but it does have in-app purchases. So if you want to remove those ads, it's $1.99. But you can test this app out for free to see if you like it. It does have the ability to add notes, though. So if you want to make a particular note about something that happened during a breastfeeding session, you can do that. You can also print out all this information um, directly from your app. So just kind of wanted to see. Courtney, I don't know, do you, do you use breastfeeding apps? Is this something you think you might use for your little one. I, I haven't. I actually wasn't aware that there were any that existed, so that's very cool. Um, I used to just try to keep a watch on the clock and, you know, do my best to go about every two hours and then about every three when they got a little bit older. Yeah. So I'm curious, Rose and Leilani, we hear a lot about, you know, don't look at the clock, don't look at the clock. Like, is this a good thing or a bad thing, an app like this? Um, I have found that most moms do have an app on their phone. Uh-huh. Um, and even though we do say don't look at the clock, they still kind of want to have an idea because those first two weeks, um, we do like to know uh, when they come in to see the doctor, it's like, okay, how many times is your baby nursed? How many wet diapers? And these apps usually will include wet diapers, poopy diapers, um, how long. And that's really only for those first few weeks until feedings are well established and baby's gaining weight. But moms still like it because they like to keep track. Yeah. And there's many, many apps. I have downloaded many of them to my phone just so that I can see what's out there. <laughs> and um, it's pretty interesting how many apps I have on my phone for feedings. <laughs> <laughs> what um, What is the benefit? I was thinking because, you know, you can time how much on the left, how much on the right. What are some of the benefits of, of knowing that besides just knowing? Because I usually I just felt like how full am I on one side or the other? I mean, is that the main main thing? Partially, mom's just you have a type A mom, she wants to know everything. Okay. <laughs> now, the one time that it might be somewhat beneficial is if you have a premature baby, okay. you have a small baby that's not gaining weight, and it's like, well, how long is he nursing? And for her using these apps, she she comes in and goes, oh, wow, he's nursing for a whole hour. And so for that reason, it might be helpful. But again, just in those early weeks until feedings are going, and then right. we like to encourage moms to just kind of feed on demand, the baby will tell you, and when he's done, he's done. Right. 
Exactly. Uh, and I agree. I think that the apps can be helpful in the very beginning, just kind of like some of the other tools. They can use that as a comparison. I said, before you look at that, why don't you check and see how your breasts feel? Yeah, we always fed on, I always fed on demand for my sons. And um, watching the clock was really just for me to make sure that I had really drained one side so that they were getting all the hind milk and not just the milk, and I wasn't switching to the other boob too soon. And then other than that, just like you said, I would do the squeeze test. <laughs> just I squeeze like that. my boobs and see which one was more full. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for everyone's input. Again, this is called The Nursing Log. And again, it's free, but $1.99 if you want to remove those ads. And we'll include some more information about it on our website. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today on The Boob Group, we're discussing how to cope with cluster feedings. Our expert, Rose, in San Diego, California, at the Kaiser Outpatient Clinic as an RN and an IBCLC. Thank you for joining us, Rose, and welcome to the show. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Rose, what concerns do you often hear moms dealing with a baby who wants to cluster feed? You know what? This is probably one of the most common topics I hear from moms in clinic and on the phones. They are calling because they're, they're concerned that their baby must not be getting enough because they nurse so often and for so long. They're convinced maybe that their milk isn't enough or their milk is drying up. They think they need to use formula because the baby's nursing so often. And mom thinks that maybe it's something she ate and her milk isn't good and that's why the baby's fussy. And then there's those others that are telling mom what they think is wrong and what they need to do to fix the problem. Those well-meaning Those well-meaning people, yes. Some of them are strangers at the supermarket. Of course, <laughs> we all know those. Uh, what do you tell them when they call or come in with the concern? Um, first of all, I need to get some basic information as far as how old the baby is, uh, how often is baby nursing in a 24-hour period, um, is baby gaining weight, is baby having lots of wet diapers and poopy diapers, uh, and then ask moms, when does the baby seem to want to do these cluster feeds? Most of the time they say, you know what, every evening for like a two to three hour period, I'm stuck on the sofa nursing, nursing, nursing. Um, and then how old? overall how is the baby's behavior is the baby always fussy is the baby happy at times and it's only during these cluster feed times that he just seems to be real needy um, so you know does he spit up is he uh, irritable is is there has there been a change in diapers so fully assess you know mom and baby to determine is this normal or not most of the time it's very normal cluster feeds Courtney have you ever been confused about your baby wanting to feed constantly for hours? I definitely was with my first son. I mean, I had the exact concern that Rose is talking about. I thought I must not be producing enough milk. I must be the one woman in a hundred or however many, you know, it's out of that has a problem. So I definitely um, did seek support, not only from um, Facebook groups, but also lactation consultants. And they assured me that it was completely normal and that baby was um, really filling up 
either for the evening or just because um, he was really filling up on hind milk. And um, also I found that um, the cluster feeds happened in the evenings. I mean, it was very, everything that I was hearing was this is very normal, this is very typical, this is sort of the pattern that lots of babies follow. And then people also just talked about the fact that it was normal as a new mom to feel like there was always a baby on your boob. And, you know, in some cultures, they'll put the baby on the boob, you know, 50 times a day. That just, if the baby cries, that's just how they soothe them, and especially in cultures where they're carrying babies with them everywhere they go. And so um, I felt assured that that was what was supposed to be happening. And they do eventually grow out of it. I mean, I found that once my children got to be a little bit older, that that just didn't happen as much, unless it was a time where they were feeling um, a little unwell or they just needed extra comfort. Mm -hmm. Did you find yourself sitting on the couch and preparing for that ahead of time? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, you know, get some water ready, get some snacks ready, just get in the mode of relaxing and maybe watching a show on TV or getting a book so that I, you know, could just relax and do what my son needed, my first son and now my second. Sunny, have you ever been confused about your baby wanting to feed constantly for hours or in your case, maybe babies? Oh my goodness. I, I feel like I'm always confused on, on what they want. Um, and my babies are a little bit different than what I'm hearing here in the studio because they, I, I believe they cluster feed, but they typically do it um, in the morning kind of before their naps. I don't, I mean, it, it's already crazy in my house at nighttime getting ready, you know, everyone ready for bed. So <laughs> maybe I'm just not as in tune with their needs at night. Um, but yeah, I would say um, I'm typically confused about their needs. But whenever I don't know what to do with them or whenever they cry or whenever they, um, f you know, when I feel like they need me, I always offer the breast. That is like my go-to thing um, for everything. So sometimes I don't even remember which baby is on me. I mean, they're identical, right? And, and honestly, I dress them alike. And so a lot of the times I'm in, you know, mode of just trying to handle the situation and care for other children at the same time. And so um, sometimes it's hard to keep track of like who's feeding all the time because they're not necessarily doing it. You know, they're not, if they're cluster feeding, it's not that, you know, both kids are necessarily doing it at the same time. You know, one could be going through that and the other one not. And sometimes it's hard for me to to keep track of who's doing what, you know. Well, I, and I suppose if you just are listening to what they're saying to you, right? Yeah. Because then you'll probably figure it out. It's kind of like the whole, which, what breast is fuller? <laughs> right. <laughs> which baby is fuller? Somehow it works out throughout the day. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Maybe yes. you should squeeze their bellies. <laughs> <laughs> Who did I just feed? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sunny, you, you mentioned the morning. And yeah. while I mentioned that most often the, the it seems to be nighttime, there are many babies that will have another time during the day that, Okay. is just their awake fussy time and it could be morning it yeah. could be middle of the day it could be afternoon okay. so it's not uncommon for many babies to have a couple fussy yeah. times during the day yeah. absolutely and you know what in your case with you having older children they may understand that you don't have that time in the evening so they're they're grabbing you when you are available <laughs> yeah <laughs> grab me when you can right mm -hmm. <laughs> yep they're adapting quite well <laughs> Why do babies cluster feed, Rose? Well, it kind of depends on who you talk to. There's a lot of experts when it comes to breastfeeding and babies and a lot of books out there. But the exact reasons really, really aren't known. We just suspect what many of the reasons are. And some feel like it's baby's way of, especially during that evening time, and that is the most common time that babies do cluster feed because that is their awake time. 
And many times when moms come in, I'll ask them, you know, how's the baby feeding? And does he have a tendency to want to eat, 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 eat in the early evenings? And she looks at me like, how did you know that? (laughs) So being able to identify it before she even brings it up helps her to realize, oh, maybe it is normal. But some feel like they nurse more to kind of boost mom's milk supply, to kickstart her milk supply. They nurse more often during those few hours to kind of prepare for a long sleep. Um, During fussy times, they like to just be held and nurse um, and somewhat just extra sucking. Um, It's just babies are more awake during these cluster feeds. And while it's most common in the evening time, it can be at another time. Babies are very individualized. Some of the other possible causes, which again, talking to your breastfeeding friendly health professional, I mean, could it be during a growth spurt, um, which happens at certain times, sometimes babies with reflux, you know, GERD as it's called, acid reflux, they eat more often because it makes them feel better. Potentially, if moms do do have a a decreased milk supply, and there's lots of reasons for that, colicky babies, your high need babies, like to nurse more often and possibly something maybe mom ate made baby a little more gassy and they like to nurse a little more but those are not your common reasons most of the time it's just very normal for newborns for the first few weeks four to six weeks at least to just kind of need more one-on-one with moms Mm -hmm. when should we be concerned we should be concerned when, um, again, asking some of the key questions about how old is the baby, what is the general feeding patterns. But if mom says, you know what, the baby eats all the time, not just in the evening time, not just, you know, for an hour or two in the morning, but they're constantly cluster feeding every hour. They're never satisfied. Maybe they're not gaining weight well or they're uh, losing weight. Um, they don't sleep. If they sleep, it's only 20, 30 minutes at a time, and then they're up fussing. Um, So when moms are concerned, as health professionals, we need to listen to her, not just kind of go, oh, you're a new mom, you're you're nervous about everything. Um, Because I, you know, I'm always teaching moms, listen to your mommy voice. What does your mommy voice say? And so so whether you talk to them on the phone or bring them in and you assess the situation, most of the time it is going to be normal, but there are going to be those times where... um, we maybe need to do um, a further assessment to ident- you know, to identify why is this baby doing this. But most of the time it is just reassuring mom just by showing her how the baby's gaining weight. Um, maybe doing a pre and post weight to reassure her milk supply is good and, and going over what I call self-care measures. Um, but I do think we need to listen to mom, not just chalk it up as, oh, you're a new mom and you know, it, it, everything's fine, I'm sure. <laughs> Right, right. When we come back, we will discuss with Rose what methods can be used to get through the hours or several days in some cases when dealing with the breastfeeding demands of our babies. We will be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the show. We are here with Rose, RN, IBCLC. Rose, 
What advice do you give to the parents who are struggling with normal cluster feed issues that occur in the evening hours? One, I want to make sure that moms understand this is very normal and that it's just the way babies are. And to encourage them to take some extra rest periods throughout the day so they're not so exhausted. Um, one of the questions I ask moms every time I see them is, what are you supposed to do during the day when baby's sleeping? And they now know to answer, I'm supposed to be resting. <laughs> um, and to give moms that permission to give herself time to take the extra time to sit and nurse. Um, cut back on what you need to. What doesn't need to be done around the house uh, in, during the day or in the evening to avoid you getting overexhausted. Wear babies. Baby wearing is, I think, one of the greatest things ever um, for moms to do because babies want to be close and your hands are free. So if you want to go for a little walk, if you just have to feed your toddler a snack, you've got the, you're carrying the baby and you're multitasking, which is what moms learn to do very quickly. Um, change of pace. Give baby to dad for some baby time, grandma. Um, baby just wants some skin to skin and cuddling and so have somebody else help go outside go for a walk um, baby massage is also helpful try nursing lying down it's a great way to get some extra rest um, and avoid scheduling it's like well it's not time for you to nurse because you fed you know cluster feeds are totally separate it's their I need you more mommy time is what they need and what about the growth spurts that last two to three days long. Growth spurts, um, again, is something I like to, to educate moms uh, about, is it's normal for babies to go through periods of time where they just want to eat, eat, eat. Um, usually right around two weeks and right around six weeks and three months. Although I reassure moms, baby, uh, most babies can't read at that age, so it could be at 10 days, it could be at three weeks, you know. But right around that two-week time frame, babies suddenly want to eat, 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 eat. And it's like cluster feeding all day long for a couple days. Normal. What they're doing is they're growing, they're stimulating the breast to make more milk. Um, and typically they only last a few days. So again, these are during growth spurt times, I tell moms, absolutely, don't plan any spring cleaning, don't go, you know, don't do anything that's going to frustrate you when you know you're going to be spending more time nursing. Um, make sure they're drinking lots of fluids during this time as well. Um, and yes, when moms go, you know, I feel like I'm nursing nonstop. Yeah, you are, but it's short term and um, they'll go back to their nursing, you know, routine. I hate the word schedule, but they'll go back to their normal nursing routine within a few days. Excellent. Courtney, what have you done when you experienced the evening cluster feeds? I just submit to it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it's coming. And so it's, you know, especially with my second son, I just kind of expected it. It wasn't as much of a big deal. And I even had times where I'd be at like a party or something and people would be like, wow, he's constantly eating you're constantly feeding him and I would be like oh well he's cluster feeding that's what he does this time of day and so um I think it stressed me a little bit more with my first son because I just couldn't understand what what was happening but with my second I felt like oh yep it's this again and um yeah I just get ready for it and just like all the things that Rose said like I just go, okay, we're going to be sitting for two or three hours most for the most part, and so we don't need to worry about whatever other household chores didn't get done, you know, 
messy house, happy kids. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Sunny? Um, So, yeah, so I don't have to worry about the nighttime thing so much. But in general, I'm pretty much housebound. I'm fortunate I can do a lot of my work from the house, so that's good. Um, I pretty much have um, given up on bras (laughs) because I feel like they're always nursing. So, like, okay, I'll wear a nursing tank with some built-in support, and that's usually easier than messing with my bras. Um, But other than that, I agree with Courtney. I just kind of submit to it, and I actually welcome it a little bit. And maybe it's a – it's a um, thing with breastfeeding multiple babies, but I was always concerned about having low milk supply with them. I never did, but I was always just like, well, how is my body going to feed two babies? This is crazy. This just can't happen. So I find that um, with cluster feedings, my supply goes up a little bit because, right, supply demand, right? And so my babies need more, and so my body's giving more, and I um, I welcome that as an opportunity. I, I've, you know, donated some breast milk in the past to other mamas and stuff, so I don't think anything bad can come out of, like, having more breast milk whether it's for my babies or to pump for somebody else and so um that's the upside to it yeah I mean you're you I truly feel like my babies are always on my breast um and and maybe I am a little bit more private than I would normally be because let's just face it's just easier to be at home to take care of that than you know I even kind of turned down some play dates and stuff like that with moms that I know who aren't breastfeeding because I'm kind of like my boobs are just always going to be out (laughs) so um, maybe that's a downside but um I I kind of welcome it it's just it's one of those things and like you guys said it's not going to be there forever and these are my last babies and so every breastfeeding moment I have with them I just cherish you know and as long as they want to do this for as much as they want to do this I'm just trying to relish in that moment Courtney said something that makes so much sense, and that's, I anticipated it. So I just knew it was going to happen. With my first one, I had um, gone out to dinner with my husband because we thought, oh, let's go out for a first date. Of course, we had the baby with us. And we walk into the restaurant just as he starts his little, and it's like, oh, my gosh, what was I thinking? So I looked at my husband and says, you order it to go. I'll go wait for you in the car. So anticipating and just knowing that, okay, this is what we're going to need to do. And you're going to get well-meaning friends that say, well, this is what you should do. I'm always telling moms, moms that are type A, they got to have things just so. Um, and they're afraid to kind of let their hair down and just do it. Say, you know what? Go home and say, well, you know, my lactation consultant said I need to do this. <laughs> so it's giving moms permission to sit there for two to three hours and do what their baby needs. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Did uh, either one of you have uh, well-meaning family or friends tell you just to give your baby a bottle? I did. In fact, it was my mom (laughs) who breastfed both of us. Um, She, just being my parent who loves me, wanted to give me a break. I mean, I know that her heart was in the right place and best intentions, but, you know, um, sometimes... You just have to persevere and do what instinctually seems like the right thing to you. And for me, that, was it, that wasn't it. Giving a bottle wasn't it. I knew that what I was supposed to do was keep breastfeeding him until he was satisfied and also until my supply was totally normal and exactly what it should be for that baby. So... I didn't listen to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think your mother was talking to my mother because uh, I had some similar experiences with that. Uh, fortunately, my, I guess this is fortunately, my, my twins never really liked bottles. So she couldn't really say, give them a bottle. But now it's become more of, when are you going to wean them? 
kind of thing, which I know is a whole other story. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think part of her too is, um, and, and this is in general, my, my husband and my mom are just kind of in awe about how, how the whole process works and how, you know, all I have to do is lift up my shirt and two babies just come charging at me. You know, it's a very <laughs> National Geographic kind of moment, and it, but it's very cool. It's very cool. Um, so I give my babies a lot of props, but yeah, um, I'm getting some pressure about weaning, but um, cluster feeds, nah, it is what it is. You just kind of deal with it. You know? Right, right. Rose, should they offer their baby a bottle? And if not, why? Well, if it is truly cluster feed and the babies are doing great as far as weight gain, then no, babies don't need a bottle. And yes, there are a lot of well-meaning family and friends that go, you know, give a bottle and give yourself a break. Um, and we don't give a, generally recommend giving a bottle because it prevents baby from doing that extra nursing to help boost the milk supply. And it's not formula that the baby needs anyway, or even breast milk in a bottle. Um, introducing a bottle too early can potentially interfere with the baby's fully establishing breastfeeding. Um, that's not to say if a mom says, you know, I, I'm at the my wit's end, but babies during cluster feeds really don't need that bottle in the evening time. Thank you so much, Rose and Courtney and Sunny, for sharing this important information about how to cope with our babies while they're cluster feeding. And for our Boob Group Club members, our conversation will continue after end of the show, as Rose will discuss other soothing strategies for dealing with a fussy baby during these times. For more information about our Boob Group Club, please visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So here's a question from one of our listeners. This is from Rachel, and this is what she wrote. I have heard that the amount of milk you produce plateaus when your baby is around six months. Does that mean that I am now producing the most milk I can? Now that my baby is six months old, is it worth to try to up my supply by adding more feedings or pumping sessions? Hi, this is Veronica Tingson. I'm an international board-certified lactation consultant working at Tri-City Medical Center and also in private practice here in San Diego County. Rachel, I want to go ahead and address your concern with regards to milk plateauing when baby is six months old. Yes, it's worth pumping and feeding more to increase the milk. You've got to remember that there are different factors that not only make your milk supply plateau, but there are legitimate causes as to why maybe your supply might um, decrease or wane a little bit. You're getting close to getting your period back around that time, um, which can decrease your milk supply. Some moms go on birth control, and even if it's the mini pill, some moms are so sensitive hormonally, even with just the progesterone, that it can decline uh, the milk supply as well. There's also the fact that your baby is probably a very distracted feeder at this time and not really feeding as long or feeding as often. And, you know, more solids being introduced and teething maybe might also be a factor. And so all of those things will kind of help to decrease the milk supply. 
really, once you've established a milk supply, you've pretty much got what your milk base is going to be, but you can always increase it marginally. Um, you can try pumping a little bit more often. You can try feeding a little bit more often. And you can try herbal galacticogs, especially the herbal galacticogs like goat's root that contain some type of a balancing effect on your hormones. Uh, so that's my suggestion is maybe, you know, add some herbal galacticogs, do a little bit of pumping, do a little bit more feeding. And, you know, concentrate on those times during the night when maybe your baby is less distracted and does better feeding to really have your baby do some better at rest time. I hope this helps, Rachel. Take care. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to The Boob Group. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Infants and Toddlers, and Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. Thanks for listening to The Boob Group, your judgment-free breastfeeding resource. This has been a new Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Stimulus and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.